Hello and welcome to Lionheart Podcast. This is Wednesday in the Word. I hope you all are doing well. The past two podcasts, we've done James chapter 1, so today will be James chapter 2. If you have a Bible, let's open it up and read along together. If not, listening works well too. So James chapter 2. Lord, we thank you for your word. We ask that you just bless it and give us insight and wisdom that we would grow. In Jesus' name, amen. My brethren, do not hold the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with partiality. For if there should come into your assembly a man with gold rings and fine apparel, and there should also come in a poor man in filthy clothes, and you pay attention to the one wearing the fine clothes, and say to him, You sit here in a good place. And you say to the poor man, You stand there, or you sit here at my footstool. Have you not shown partiality among yourself and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my beloved brethren, has God not chosen the poor of this world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom which he promised to those who love him? But you have dishonored the poor man. Do not the rich oppress you and drag you into the courts? Do they not blaspheme that noble name by which you are called? So I just want to stop right there and say, do you think this is a problem with the body of Christ? Do you think that believers show partiality? And I would say absolutely, yes, this happens. Um, If you're a part of a church, maybe you are the pastor of a church, maybe you greet at the doors, you know, maybe you have, you know, you work in the the children's ministry or the youth um, ministries, whatever it be. I think that you can encounter this a lot. You know, when somebody comes in, we naturally, in our sin nature, we want to um, give honor to people that look a certain way, act a certain way, carry themselves a certain way. And it's wrong because God came for the lost, the sick, the homeless, the drug addict, the prostitute, those which are hard for us to want to show that respect and that care um, and that, you know, like friendship to, um, you know, it's, it's a difficult thing because for example, if somebody comes in and they're well-dressed and, you know, they carry themselves well, we naturally just want to be like, Oh, hi, how are you? You know, extra friendly, nice. If somebody comes in, maybe they smell or they're dirty, um, or, you know, they, they're acting strange or, you know, you could tell that there's maybe addiction there. We kind of want to put our guard up. And the thing is that God wants us to reach everybody and he wants us to care about those whom he cares about. Um, there's another verse. It's first Samuel sixteen seven. So I just want to read that. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature because I have refused him. For the Lord does not see as man sees for a man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. God is always looking at what's going on in, in a person's heart. We cannot see those things, you know, so we naturally look on the outside, but God knows what is going on in somebody's heart and mind. So we have to care about everybody and we have to not show partiality to anybody and to any type of person. Um, because we really have to show the love of Jesus to all. So let's continue. Verse 8. If you really fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself, you do well. But if you show partiality, you commit sin and are convicted by the law as transgressors. For whoever shall keep the whole law and yet stumble at one point, he is guilty of all. For he who has said do not commit adultery also said do not murder. Now if you do not commit adultery, but you do murder, you have become a transgressor of the law. So speak and so do as those who will be judged by the law of liberty. For judgment is without mercy to the one who has shown no mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. So in the beginning, it was just talking about how basically if you're showing partiality, you're wrong. You're, 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 you're committing sin. You're, you're breaking, you're, 
being convicted by the law. So it doesn't, and I, and for me, I, I really, like, when I hear, when I read this, I think about how often we think that if we're not committing certain sins, that we're better off or we're better than other people. And that's not true because separation from God is separation from God, no matter what you're doing. When, you, when we're wrong, we're wrong, and that's it. We have to repent no matter what it is. We are no better than anybody else, and we all we all fall short of the glory of God. We all sin. And so, you know, whether you're showing partiality or you're committing adultery or, you know, you're somebody who lies a lot or gossips a lot, we all have to realize that if we're sinning, we're sinning, and we need to come clean before God no matter what it is. And not to think of yourself better than anybody else. It's really important. Okay, so let's continue. 14. What does it profit, my brother, and if someone says he has faith but does not have works, can faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, Depart in peace, be warmed and filled, but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body, what does it profit? Thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, You have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is one God you do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. But do you want to know, a foolish man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar? Do you see that faith was working together with his works, and by works faith was made perfect? And the scripture was fulfilled which says, Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. You see then that a man is justified by works, and not by faith only. Likewise, was not Rahab the harlot also justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out another way? For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. Okay, so there's a lot in there, and it is also relating back to what we talked about in James chapter 1. So the first part I want to talk about is when we, with a faith without action. So, you know, it gives the example, like, if you see somebody walking by somebody, they're homeless, or they're just down and out, and you just, like, look at them, and you're like, oh, God bless you, or you think in your head, like, oh, you know, I wish I could help them, but, you know, like, you don't actually do anything. It's useless for them, and and it's useless for the kingdom of God. Um, my husband, a while ago, wrote an article, <laughs> article, it was called, God wants us to get our hands dirty, or God wants our hands dirty, and it's true, you know, God wants us to be active, to be out there doing things, getting our hands dirty, not just sitting back and, and saying, oh, I'll pray for you, or Jesus loves you. That's great, but it is not showing your faith. It is not putting that faith into action. You know, maybe that person that you walk by needs a, a ride to the store. Maybe that person needs you to literally put your hands on them and pray for them. You know, you have to be really sensitive to the Holy Spirit and, and what he wants you to be doing because, like it says, faith without our actions is dead and our faith is useless if it's not putting it together with action. So then the other part is that, you know, kind of like, again, what we talked about in James chapter 1, the people that we read about in the Bible, you see that their faith always had um, like a, a physical action, right? So Abraham with his son, and then they talk about Rahab with the um, with the messengers. You know, you always see that they believed, they trusted God, and then they showed it. So are we showing our faith in that way? Are you living your life every day showing God, showing other people that you love him? 26, verse 26, for as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. I don't know, it's kind of, you know, and it's 
it's grim and it's sad, but if you've ever been to a funeral and you've seen a body and you know that that person's just not there anymore, it is literally just a shell because their spirit is gone. It's the same with your faith. If your faith is not being lived out, it's dead. So we really need to take that to heart, that we really, 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 really need to have action behind our faith. We have to have works behind our faith. So I, I pray that you guys this week would think about, am I showing that? Am I showing my faith with works? Am I getting my hands dirty? <laughs> am I going out there and serving God and showing that my faith is alive? And, and, I, and I pray that we do that. And I just thank you guys, and I look forward to talking to you on Sunday. God bless.